0: hello everyone hello to all my listeners thank you for tuning in and welcome to my podcast abdl crinkle cast so before i get started um my last podcast episode um i got a lot of positive feedback from people um people were open opened up to me and they spoke about um, their anxieties and Some things that keep them away from the lifestyle. Um, I've had some really awesome conversations with some um, age players. And so for the ones that have reached out to me, I want to say thank you. I always enjoy hearing other people's story to how they became part of this lifestyle. And what they're up to now and how they have grown. So I just want to thank all my listeners who are giving me um positive feedback i absolutely appreciate it i started this podcast you know just because i thought that i had some information to share with my personal experience and i'm really thankful that a lot of you guys are tuning in and that you're actually um enjoying it so um before i start um i'm going to do something different uh someone had once uh wanted to know how I helped my babies get into headspace because sometimes they have a hard time transitioning from work life into uh, little life. And so one of the things I do is a lot of um, sensory things, but I don't have that personally to do over a podcast. So I'm going to try my best to do some of the things that I do um, with my littles, that I could possibly do with you guys over the podcast so I hope you uh, enjoy it so before I start I would like for everyone just to take a deep breath in and to breathe everything out and relax one of the things when it comes to this lifestyle is you shouldn't force it just allow it to happen whether you have a mommy, whether you don't have um, a mommy, whether you're doing this uh, by yourself, always try to find some way to relax your mind to help you to get into um, headspace. So I' uh, like for all my listeners to try to uh, clear their mind and um to try to if you can if you have any stuffed animals if you have your pacifiers or your blankies anything that helps you to feel little i like for you to put this podcast on pause and grab those things and try your best to get yourself in a positive mood and in a positive mindset um, this is the beginning part of what I do with my littles is I try to create a safe environment so that would mean their favorite stuffy and their favorite animals and a lot of times I like to play um, soft music in the background um, some of the other things that I might get out are um, baby lotion for smell um, there are things that I will uh, tell my baby to do as far as to relax and to breathe and that they don't have to worry about all of the adult things that are happening in the world right now. So to our wonderful, so too, all of my wonderful listeners, just take a deep breath deep breath in and a deep breath out. and just think of all those positive things that come with being in the lifestyle of an age player so as you breathe in think about all the stressors of your day your job responsibilities breathe all those things of the adult world take a deep breath and breathe them out breathe out all the things that don't matter to a baby. The bills, the deadlines, emails, grocery shopping, none of that matters in this moment. Breathe them out. And when you breathe out all of those adult responsibilities, I want you to breathe in everything that makes you feel little. Breathe in your bottle, your pacifier, your onesies, your coloring books, your favorite TV show, your bottle filled with your favorite juice, chocolate milk, whatever it is that makes you feel little, breathe it all in and allow it to be a part of who you are. Imagine sucking on your bottle and going deeper and deeper into headspace. Nothing else matters but the security of you wanting and needing to be little. As you escape into your headspace, everything that worries you disappears. Think about your diaper. Imagine the sound of the crinkle. Imagine the smell of a fresh diaper. As your heart begins to speed up with anticipation, Let the thickness of your diaper fill the gap between your legs. Before you pull the front of your diaper up, sprinkle on some baby powder. As the baby powder gently falls onto your skin, imagine it being snowflakes hitting the ground. Let the baby powder take you back to a time of innocence, of being safe. In this moment, you are free and safe. You are in your headspace where you want to be. And on the count of three, we will begin our podcast together. One, two, three. Breathe out everything that doesn't matter. And breathe in everything that makes you wonderful and beautiful and unique that little boy that little girl that little baby inside of you is able to find safety within their headspace where you belong in your diapers your onesie feeling love and connected to the little that's inside of you so i hope you enjoyed it and i hope i did it some justice as much as i could that it is a podcast but these are some things that I do at my little I play some music and um, I'll hold their hands and I'll rub their cheeks and I'll tell them how safe they are and how important they are to me and how lucky I am that they are able to um, allow me to be a part of their world and to enjoy their headspace because as a mommy it really is a joy for me to know that when I have littles, whether they're my personal littles or just my friends, that they are able to um, trust me enough with that side of them to become vulnerable. And it can be a very emotional thing. Like right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm feeling kind of emotional, Um, just thinking about all the times that I've been able to help um, littles uh, process who they are and to be more comfortable with who they are, so hopefully you enjoy that little uh, hypnosis session that i did with you so when i was in college one of my favorite classes was abnormal psychology because i really wanted to know why i had these tendencies because i didn't quite understand why i was the way that i am and i really gravitated towards uh, sigmund freud's psychosexual theory for me I felt it described the personalities of the stages and the mindset of an individual who identifies with being ABDL. So this podcast is all about how I went looking for answers who i was in more of a realistic way as far as reading things on it and really diving into uh, my psychology courses for people who know me people know that like i have a degree in human services and i do things like one-on-one counseling i do family counseling and i also um, have worked um, in hospitals and jails so um my uh expertise or my knowledge has a lot to do with the human mind just from um my my work so um sigma freud's psychosexual theories were categorized in five stages one was oral two anal three phallic four latent and um the fifth one was uh genitals. these are the five stages he suggested that the psychological development happens in child in childhood. So if you really think about it, listeners, if you can remember your first memory or thought that you had to do with age play, for most of us, people will say that tend to have happened in early childhood. So I gathered a few of my ABDL friends and we had a quick little chat and the average age was about three to five when i found out that a lot of my age player friends had a curiosity with diapers surprisingly most of my friends said they've always had it that they can't explain it but somehow in their life they've always felt connected to this lifestyle but as they got older they were able to categorize it and able to understand what it truly means to them so they've always felt like it was a part of them which to me correlates with freud's theory that the psychological development happens in childhood so the first stage is oral stage and that stage obviously it occurs from birth to one year old when a baby is first born one of the first things that the doctors will say for breastfeeding is to allow your baby to suckle because they are orally fixated on on pleasure because for a baby between the ages of birth to one that's how they receive their nutrients that's how they receive their comfort so you might see it and some adults um who uh, seek stimulation through oral fixation that they might develop some bad habits like smoking, drinking, overeating. These oral fixations are creating a pleasurable moment. But when we take it take that into the account of the ABBL spectrum, for those babies or littles who identify to the zero or one-year-old, I do know a couple of friends who do identify with that, you will see oral gratification drives their pleasure their pleasure senses um you will see that adult babies will seek gratification from their bottles bottle feeding thumb sucking um sucking on objects such as like their blankets um so you will see that there is some form of pleasure within that regression for age players when um they identify with the zero to one year old stage. After the oral stage come a second stage, which occurs between one to three year old in which an infant or a young child is potty trained. Um, they're being taught to control their bladder and a bottle. Again, this is something that happens normally within childhood between the ages of one to three, where you usually see parents are wanting to potty train their children. But when we cross over to littles and adopt babies, you will see for most age players who have a fixation on um, the anal stage doesn't mean that it has to be sexual either. It, it means for the very simplicity of it is that adopt babies desire to use their diapers for wedding and messing. It has nothing to do, I believe, um, sexually. It just has to do with the part where the um, adopt baby or little wants to feel safe within that stage. So you have littles who want to feel safe in the oral stage with the bottles and the pacifiers. Then you will also have littles who want to feel safe within the world with their diapers. And you will see that some adopt babies go through some extreme um things in order to keep that feeling um so some might dabble with hypnosis so meaning that um, they'll listen to hypnosis when it comes to trying to um lose um control such as i've seen a lot of little who would like to um lose control during night You would see some people, they might take diuretics, laxative, enemas, stool softeners, all to create that feeling of having no control, meaning that they are able to use their diapers freely just as an adopt, just just as a a baby would in order to connect to that um, part of their life. And then as we move further, um, we uh, will go into the third stage, um, which Freud theory states, the phallic stage which occurs in the ages of three to six years old within a child's development they start to understand and become more aware of gender differences also during this time um, you will start to see uh, between um, in the phallic stage which is three to six years old that you start seeing um, boys and girls playing house identifying boyfriend girlfriends um simple simple things like that you will start seeing um within the three to six year old stage you will start seeing that um some kids might have little classroom crushes you know and they're starting to understand their identity that's why play is so important for three to six year olds um that's why a lot of people a lot of people will say that in the beginning stages of life uh, a lot of kids they they learn by playing so you will start seeing you will start seeing um you start seeing that within on children and i also believe that when we are talking about age players that that's when they also start um to realize their role within the within the, um, the abdo community they start self exploring they start going deeper into um uh diapers and who they are i feel like this is in that phallic stage just like um a child you will see that adopt babies in this in this stage they too are trying to find out um who they are um so you will see uh that within that lifestyle um that because there is a pleasure that you start realizing gender you start realizing um that you might like someone you might see in the phallic stage for an age player that they may be more sensitive when it comes to wearing their diapers that they might start liking the feel of what it feels like to be in their diaper and when the diaper is introduced in the phallic stage for us age players in my opinion there is a comfort for a little to have their diaper areas covered by the protection of the diaper. Again, it doesn't mean that it's sexual. It just means that there's a, a connection to it of comfort, of safety. There's a pleasure sense that goes off in the body that has that aha moment where it's like, ah, oh, I feel safe, I feel okay, I feel one. I, I feel like I am at peace when I have my uh, diaper diaper on and um, there are uh, sensations that are connected to that having the genital area uh, covered so for a moment clear your mind and think about the diaper the feel of the plastic between your thighs the diaper providing a gap between your thighs the soft cotton rubbing against your skin causing you to have pleasure of safety of being in your diaper As your diaper gets full the sensation of the warm fluid coming out into your diaper causes your genital area your diaper area to have full-on pleasure experience within your diaper forcing you to regress and to feel safe in your place in your diaper so the pleasure again does not have to be sexual the pleasure is can just simply be i'm in a diaper I feel one, I'm in my headspace. I am safe. Some people automatically think that, oh, if you have one a diaper, it has to mean that it's automatically sexual. No, for some people it is. For some people it can be sexual and that is okay. It is okay that if you wear your diaper and you're having some type of sexual gratification from it, there is nothing wrong with that because there are many different levels within how someone experiences the ABDL with inside of them but for some people it's just a this is a nice feeling i feel safe i feel protected i'm connected to my little i'm connected to my headspace when i'm in my diaper when i fill my diaper whether it's with wetting or messing i'm at my peak of being in a form of awareness that i am truly myself again this is safe this is for us who are age players this is normal and it's okay And also in this phallic stage, you will see some age players who start to identify with their genders. Remember, in the phallic stage at three to six years old, you're starting to understand who you are. You're starting to understand gender identities. And this is where I believe where some of the age players who start to identify um, as sissies or some who are biologically born uh, female they might start to realize you know my age player is a boy i have seen this work on so many different um uh, levels also when it comes to the phallic stage again we're talking about you know um the diaper areas you might find within that within that group um between that phallic stage that there are some sissies and there are some some you know age players who like to use chastity having an object to stop pleasure and masturbation leaving them in a more regressed state of mind so not only will you see that people in this stage start to understand their roles start to understand who they are within the stage you will also see that they start to form more of their characteristics when it comes to their age player side. so some of them want to be in their diapers and that's something that causes them to feel happiness there are some who will start to identify with you know i um, may have been born a male but in my age player uh, personality i like to be a little girl and some may want to go a little bit further and they may say also i want be in chastity again some form of control where they don't have to think about adult things they don't have to think about um getting hard or having or um, wanting to masturbate they may think about it but that chastity is that physical reminder to them that links them um, to um, more of their head space the last two stages are the latent stage and they say that this is between six years old to puberty where uh sexual impulses are hidden and for um for some people um, depending on like their household or you know um, religious backgrounds um a lot of this is repressed and um what uh what happens is within the six years old to puberty stage you will see that um as a teenager you would try to Hide your desires with hobbies, sports, schoolwork, um, trying to channel your energy um, somewhere else. However, over time, as you get older, you will start to see that most people, especially for myself, I can admit that I tried to hide that um, when I was uh, during my latent stage of six years old to puberty, I would uh, I had dance you know i was on committees um so there were things that i did to um try to keep myself busy however what ended up happening was um when you're when your mind is able to rest and it's not filled with all these activities i myself found myself um gravitating towards it still it was still a part of my mind it was still a part of who i am people who know me people know that I started off as a diaper lover I still am a diaper lover I still love to wear diapers Um, so uh, that part of me has never stopped Um, I have a closet full of diapers to be (laughs) exact so even as I've gotten older I my my um, baseline has always uh, been diapers and enjoying them, and um, and for me, diapers is a little bit of both. For me, diapers is sexual, and it is also a pleasure because I like to switch into around like five to seven years old. So, um, so yes, yeah, so diapers still play a part of who I am, which proves within this six six years old to puberty stage that no matter what you do with the hobbies or um, extracurricular activities, that um, there will be times for it to seep through. And I remember when I was 15, 16, 17, going online, searching, looking for peers that were into the same thing that I was into, looking for my community, um, for AB for the people who are ABDL or into the lifestyle. I didn't know that I was looking for a community, but as I reached out more and started learning more, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for a community that I could relate to of people who knew what it felt like to have these thoughts, to be a teenager and to want to be in a diaper and to know more about this lifestyle. Um, The last stage they say, that he says is the genital stage where it's puberty into into adulthood it's the time after adolescence so within within the latent stage between six years old to puberty you may have started wearing diapers or sneaking diapers in fifth grade sixth grade you know maybe you got a babysitting job and you were able to like go to walgreens and sneak some good night some good nights in and sneak them in the house and 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 wear them Uh, at night before you went to bed, you know, just trying to find some type of gratification or connection to um, who you are as an age player or a DL. And then you move into uh, the last stage, which is the genital stage, um, where it's puberty into adulthood. And this is the time after adolescence where things start to form and solidify. Within the age player lifestyle, this is where I believe where the identity of an age player takes form. Um, it sets up a foundation to the personality and identity that we will have within this lifestyle. And for some of us, it will carry out through all of our adult life. I can say for myself that it is true. When I was in high school, 16, 17, I was searching. By the time I was between 18 and 20, i um, graduating from college, I have had several adult babies um i started going to uh little parties because i had got my license and had a car so i was able to travel more and as i was able to get out there into the world i was able to solidify who i was within the age player lifestyle first of all my foundation will always be a dl being a diaper lover And then after that, it grew to me trying being a submissive and I was in diapers and I had a daddy dom and then we would switch and sometimes I would play uh, mommy. And those three aspects of my age player life that happened in my late um, teen years into my early 20s have been who I am when it comes to this lifestyle. Um, I have grown within um, my lifestyle where I started um, exploring more with bondage and diapers. Um, I started exploring more with uh, spanking. Um, I started exploring more with electric play and diapers. So that was the foundation that started happening in my early twenties. And as I got older and older, haha, I started to realize there was so much more to this lifestyle. And I was kind of like, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> and I was just soaked up with so much information that it has definitely, it continues to shape my mind within, the, uh, within my adulthood. However, my basis will always be um, diapers, being a mommy. That will be, I feel like the foundation um, of my adulthood into um, the ABDO uh, lifestyle. You know also within this time the foundation starts where personalities where someone may understand if they're a sissy if they are a fur baby does their um when it comes to their little in their headspace does their little like diapers do they not like diapers does their little like bottles within this stage between puberty and adulthood you will start to see that the unconscious thoughts of our of our inner adult baby or little starts to form consciously and it becomes more and more tangible. So all those worries and fears that you had in the first maybe one to three stages as an age player, um, I feel like these are something that like you started to hide or you didn't know how to express them But then as they got older, they became more tangible. They became something that you can touch, something that was more realistic to you because you have more opportunities as you got older to explore that and what happens when a person cannot express their age player desire um i want to dig into this a little bit deeper according to ford's theory that the behavior development of a person are influenced between a thin line of consciousness and unconsciousness my theory from my experience is that our lives in the ABDL community lies between a thin line of being conscious and unconsciousness. And, and what do I mean by that? If you really think about it, as an age player, as people who live in the ABDL lifestyle, a lot of times we cover up who we are. Um, we hide our age player side. Because we don't want to be judged. We don't want people to think that, oh my gosh, you're a pedophile. Oh my gosh, you know, there's so many negative things that can come along with being an AIDS player that people, people are really scared to talk about it. But what ends up happening is if you live this lifestyle long enough, you will start to see that things will just start to seep out automatically on their own. I have noticed with my ABDO friends, who are very much orally driven, like they need to have their pacifiers or they need to have their bottles, that when they don't have their bottles, I will see certain little things. Like I will see like one of my friends, like she'll like suck on her bottom lip or she'll bite on her her lip. I've seen like um, the nail biting. Um, uh, I have seen these things with them little and I kind of feel like that is the unconscious side coming out. So we're sitting at a movie and we're watching a movie and you know, most people will not bring their bottles or diapers into a movie theater, but I have noticed that like, I've seen them like kind of like playing with their hands and maybe like um, um, biting their bottom lips, slicking their bottom lip, um, biting of nails. And I believe that there's something that's connected to that where the age player inside of them wants to come out I um, have been hung out with a couple of my friends and I noticed that one of my friends that we were watching a movie, we were just watching a movie, just not even nothing age play related and automatically like she had her thumb in her mouth and she had her blankie wrapped up next to her cheek and so I truly believe that what ends up happening is that part of you, that, that age player inside of you, that baby inside of you, that even if you don't, consciously try to make it come out that there is some part of you inside that the little in you will seep out automatically and it's something that you can't control because you you can only hold something in for so long before um it comes out my thought is that when an age player cannot fulfill their desires as far as like sucking on a bottle or a pasta or a pacifier they begin to seek that comfort on a subconscious level like i said by biting of the nails the lips and in my opinion that's a person who identifies in the abd community will always find a way to connect with it i truly do believe that on some level whether we realize it or not or maybe you might be thinking about this as you're listening like you know what i do that sometimes and uh aha that's your little inside of you that's saying let me out let me out i'm ready to come out um so you know sometimes you can try to hide it you can try to but you know deep down inside that you know that it's um, a part of you um i know uh for me personally some of the things that bring out my little side is weird stuff like for me it's hot cocoa for some reason whenever I have hot cocoa and there's marshmallows on top of it I am the happiest little me ever again I talk about being a switch these are some of the things that trigger me into my safe spot I love on the weekends watching like my favorite movies um, warming up some hot cocoa, putting some marshmallows in it, and I'm instantly uh, back to being like five, seven years old. Another one for me that is interesting and kind of like a, it's an oral fixation, but it's not a bottle. Um, I absolutely love cereal. I think I'm looking at my refrigerator and I have four boxes of cereal that are opened. I could probably live off of cereal if I could. I love cereal, though for me, cereal is a connection to um, the weekend. I loved when I got off the school for the weekend, and um, I was able to watch Goosebumps in the morning on Saturday. They had like the X-Men they had on Saturday, then they also had At that time, it was caught WWF wrestling. And I remember waking up every Saturday morning, grabbing a big bowl of cereal with my stuffed animals between the ages of five and eight, turning on the TV, watching wrestling, watching goosebumps, watching cartoons, watching recess and watching Rugrats, watching all those things. And to me, that connects me to my childhood. So for me, it seeps out in those type of ways, those connections, even at work. At work I have my hot cocoa mug and I have marshmallows and I have hot cocoa. So when I'm overwhelmed at work sitting at my desk, I'll people say I want a coffee break, like I want a hot cocoa break and I'll go get my hot cocoa, put the marshmallows in, come back to my desk, put on some happy music and I'm feeling a lot better. Again, I think that is me unconsciously uh, seeking out my my little side that I don't get to let out every once in a while. I don't get to let out all the time, but every once in a while I do. Also with the cereal at work, I always pack me like a plastic baggie full of cereal. And I notice that sometimes when I'm writing my case notes, I will grab my uh, bag of cereal and automatically I'm cool, calm and collective. So I think we all have our things that um, we connect to, uh, to our age players, no matter uh, what uh, the age is. So um, as an adult, you know, we have to go to work. We have to put on our uniforms. We have to get dressed. We have to set our alarm clock. Um, We have to prepare lunch, meal prep, exercise, whatever it is that we have to do to keep ourselves, you know, Um, within you know to keep ourselves healthy um, We have to do those things within our lifestyle and I believe this is a consciousness part of us where we as um, Age players being adults. We have to think about What we do we have to think about you know, how we dress and and all of that But there is a layer that is underneath us that is under the uniform. I you know, I believe that Underneath us is the unconsciousness. That's the layer that's behind the uniform that's behind the mask that we have to wear in public and underneath all that lies the unconsciousness part of the ADDO of our age player of our little This is why I believe that some or most adult babies may wear their onesies and diapers under their clothing because on an unconscious level, our mind is desiring and is wanting to be close to our little. There is something inside of us that, um, where we're like, okay, at work i have to wear this uniform at work i have to wear these clothes but you know what underneath it i can wear um my onesie underneath it i could wear or i could pull off a diaper cover under underneath it or i could go to north shore and they have um pull-ups for um adults i could wear pull-ups underneath my clothes you will find that within our lives that the age player that is unconsciously inside of us wants to come out and when we find ourselves wanting to wear our onesies underneath our clothes where we want to wear our diapers under our clothes when we go out in public that's your that's your little that's your age player saying I want out that's the way we identify to our age player. that's the way we stay connected to our age player and there is nothing wrong with that I know that I know several of my adult maybe adult baby friends who do wear um, onesies underneath their clothes, and if they are able to with the job that they have, some of them wear will wear um, adult pull-ups, or they might um, wear like a cloth breathing diaper so it does a crinkle at crinkle that much, you know. So to give a visual perspective for us age players is that the consciousness of the age player is like our coat. It's the coat that we wear. Think of it as a coat of armor. It's what we want everyone to see to prove, hey, I'm a functioning adult. I can do this. And just like every coat, it has zippers or buttons. And when we are able to shed that coat, we, uh, we are able to unzip it. We are able to unbutton it and to let the vulnerability of the unconsciousness part of us that desires to express who we are. Finally, allowing that unconsciousness part of us that is the age player to become tangible, to become real, to become something that we can touch and live out in a more conscious state of reality. And how does this happen? Um, How do we make this thing in our lives more tangible? Um, Part of it is that, you know, we need to um, take off the mask because when we don't it takes a toll on us um when i can't be a mommy to my littles properly it takes a toll on me like where like i miss them but i wasn't able to express that to them um so that outer shell um going to work paying bills having to get up all those things can take a heavy toll on your little and for some people they can become so bombarded with adult things that they have a hard time getting to that unconsciousness level of their uh, age player it's so um it's so buried buried deep down inside because a lot of age players spend so much time trying to be a productive adult and we are we i mean there are lots of us who are age players who are productive adults i know people who are lawyers I know people who are marines I know people who are professors and therapists and hold very high degrees they're able to function very well in the adult lifestyle. however, sometimes what happens is doing all that you're literally like shrinking you're little but that little will, with that little inside of you will always will always be there. So on the, so on the unconsciousness part of that. That lives underneath our lives. As an age player, um, we need to find ways to seek that out. We spend so much time protecting the age player inside of us because we don't want it to get hurt. You don't want your you don't want your little to hurt or for someone to make you feel bad because you are little. So a lot of times, we just hold on to that and we try to keep it as safe as possible by hiding it. You know those are things that those are things that um that we do so here are some tips from mommy also cute <laughs> have patience give your little the time it needs to come out set a routine find those things that speak to your little for instance your favorite blankie music arts and crafts dancing going to the park or beach have a cuddling party with all your stuffed animals find time to feed and nurture the vulnerable part of you because it's beautiful there is nothing wrong with who you are there's nothing wrong being an age player there's nothing wrong with being a mommy or a daddy or a top or a big and there is definitely nothing wrong with wanting to be a little and wanting to partake in an age player lifestyle there is nothing wrong with that so try to find the time to be able to let your little out and to be able to um to be yourself um think of it this way you know (laughs) how i came to another realization is you know think of your little side as a superpower Uh, think of your little side as like batman or spider-man or superman um you know, Batman, Superman. There, there, there's always a, a Clark Kent. There's always a Bruce or Bruce Wayne. So what, so what needs to happen is that your your little is actually your superhero, and your Clark Kent and your Bruce Wayne. That's what you show to everyone else, so that everyone else can see that you are that you are a responsible adult, but underneath is your onesie is your diapers it's what makes you you with what connects you um connects you to who you are so mommy also you, i give you permission to let your little soul out your little sight out grow let it grow and let it be something that's good in your life because it can bring you joy and i know there are times where it gets hard where you don't know how to um let it out or you have a hard time being able to but try this try to like think of some things that you can do with some soft music and trying to get yourself into headspace um so yeah you guys are special and you guys rock i love adopt babies and one of the things that's coming up soon for me is Capcom, and i am so excited i cannot wait um Capcom will be happening very very soon and i am just on cloud nine right now as some people may know that i am the community um coordinator community event coordinator of capcon so we have some fun new things happening we're going to be playing have um nerf war competition we actually have a, a event for tops and bigs a little cocktail party they're going to have some bingo and some games and some um, icebreakers icebreakers for uh, for the, the bigs and tops who come to uh, Capcom, there's gonna be a Princess Meet and Greet where we're gonna have Spider Man, Tinkerbell, Rapunzel, and we're gonna have Ariel and she's gonna be singing a couple of songs. We're gonna have like a little sing along. Uh, there's gonna be trick or treating, the pageant. Also, we're gonna have our first ever Halloween costume contest. So there is just so much to um, enjoy at CapCon. And I just wanna remind people who are going to CapCon, it's gonna be bigger than what we've had before. But I say for people who are coming in, just take your time, feel your way around. If you see me around, do not hesitate to come near me, ask questions. I have gone to CapCon. This will be my seventh time being at CapCon. So, you know, if you're new and you need a buddy or you just want to talk to, don't be scared. Come to me. I don't mind helping littles. I'm also planning um, Friday afternoon. I am planning, uh, uh, what am I planning? I am planning a group play date. So you don't have to have a big, you don't have to have a mommy. You could just come to the play day and come enjoy being around other mommies or other bigs, or if you're little, just coming to enjoy, uh, being around other, uh, other littles. Uh, there's going to be so much to do, um, at CapCon and I am so excited. There are, there are a couple of classes that I want to check into. There's this one class that's, um, it's, um, called like, I think little checkup. And it's going to talk about like how to incorporate, um, some medical play innocent medical play into um, Diaper changes into uh, headspace. So I'm definitely excited for uh, for that class and most of most importantly I am Definitely 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 excited to see some friends. I get to only see at Capcom. It is such a wonderful experience to be there. I do know that there has been some drama the last couple of months with Capcom, but I reassure anyone that when it comes time and when it's all said and done when you get there all those things don't matter anymore it it, it takes a lot to plan this uh, this event I know for a fact that literally two three months after Capcom is done uh capcon board capcon staff they are already planning the next capcon like two to three months right after um cap uh right after the uh event has ended so i know that they they work really really hard at that sometimes sometimes things don't happen the way we want them to sometimes things take some growing pains and definitely this year was some growing pains with it being the most biggest Con I've been to, I mean I think we're up to like over 3,000 people that are gonna be coming. I remember my first capcon there was like 150 people. 150 people was my first Capcom seven years ago. To now that there is 3,000 people coming, I have to admit I I I have some anxiety. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so many people, 3,000 people. But think of it this way I'm going to hopefully meet a lot of new people that I can connect with. So, you know, I'm very excited. So, you know, come, if you're coming to Capcom, just take it day by day. Um, take your time. Um, get some rest. You know, find the quiet areas. They do have nurseries, they do have sensory quiet rooms. You know, if you have a friend that's staying at the host hotel, see if they'll let you come upstairs to their room for naps. Don't you know, make sure you drink plenty of water, have water, have snacks in your, in your, your diaper bag, bring diapers because you're going to need them. Um, so it should be a lot of fun this year. And I cannot wait to see my listeners who are coming to Capcom. I am so excited to meet some of you guys. And like I said, don't be afraid. I'm here to help. I'm part of Uh, Capcom staff I don't make the huge decisions I just deal with the community events so if you want to come through say hi to me check me out at some of the events that I'll be hosting I will love to see you guys and thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope everyone has a very tastic day thank you guys